Welcome to the Sage Chakra Yoga Podcast, the podcast where I, Sage, uh, will talk to you about, oh my goodness, sorry, let me turn the AC off. (laughs) Okay, in my podcast, I'm going to talk to you about your energy system, the chakras, anything yoga related which i mean is everything um just stuff about my life travel babies um yeah yoga everything i just kind of talk about everything so thank you for tuning in i'm really excited to uh, record a podcast episode because it's really been a while since i recorded one and i keep meaning to and i just haven't gotten to it you know i've been putting it off because my headphones broke and I don't have like a microphone at all and I was using my headphone microphone. I do have a microphone, but it's in New Jersey and I don't have a computer and it doesn't connect to my iPad. So I'm just recording this on my iPad, no mic. Apologize for the audio quality, but oh, the fan is on too. Let me turn that off. And then you probably can't even hear it. You probably can't. I'm gonna turn the fan off. Okay. <laughs> Oh jeez, it got it got a bit louder before it turned off. Okay, so thank you for tuning in. I am really excited to record this episode. I was about to go to bed, and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling inspired to record a podcast episode. So that's what I'm doing instead. Uh, don't mind me. I'm kind of just getting ready for bed, going through the motions. I have this cat we've been calling him rasputin and he's really sweet he's a little kitten but he's been growing so much he's black and white and beautiful so so sweet i've been staying at an airbnb in dania beach florida super random um i'm i've been trying to get back to miami basically since i left in 2019 and i'm so close i'm like 20 minutes away I just, I, I've been here for almost a month and I actually haven't even been to Miami yet because um, we don't have a car yet and public transportation is not great and it's kind of hard for me to move around a lot because of the secret I keep mentioning and I also, you know, I have a baby that I have to watch all the time so I haven't really been able to make a trip down to Miami but that's ultimately where I'm trying to end up, at least for now, I mean, I'm never going to stay in one place for a very long time because I love traveling and experiencing new places, but we're in Miami for now because it is my favorite place in the world. I was cold. I needed the ocean. The ocean heals me, but honestly, I don't get to go to the ocean as much as I want to. Like, I started my Svadishthana healing morning routine and I've only done it like one time since I recorded that episode because it's actually kind of hard for me to go to the beach and the weather hasn't been great it's been kind of rainy for like the past like three or four days but it's just been hard because of my secret that I'm not sharing Uh, I'll eventually share it so just like keep tuning in and if you're curious you'll eventually learn my secret but I'm not sharing it yet and you know I just like I haven't been going to bed early enough to wake up early and then it gets really hot in the middle of the day and then I have a baby so I have to like push her stroller. I think the main problem is 
I have a wagon. We have a wagon. It's amazing. It's really cool. Hillary Duff actually has the same wagon. It was really like, it was an investment. Um, it's a lot of fun. I love our wagon, but unfortunately, our wagon is in Texas because we ended up going to Texas in December because my partner, uh, partner in crime, his dad was actually in the hospital and we ran there so because it wasn't looking good, but he's doing good now. And we were just there for like a little bit and then I went from Texas to New Jersey, but I flew there. So I left the wagon behind. And then me and my partner met up here in Florida and we left the wagon behind is my point. <laughs> We've been like traveling a lot. So we lost our wagon. I mean, it's at my baby's grandparents' house in Texas, um, but I don't know when I'm gonna see them again. So I, lo I haven't, I don't have my wagon and I, I might just buy a new one. I really miss the wagon. The stroller that I have, it's like just a cheap stroller that my mom bought for herself to use <laughs> with my baby. Um, and I just took it with me when I left my parents' house because I didn't have my other one. And yeah, I mean, like that's why I, my mom just like bought it. So it's like not like really meant for trekking. And it's really hard to bring onto the beach. So when I go to the beach alone, I have to like drag it, which is just, it's just, I don't have transportation is my main issue. It's a three mile walk each way. So it takes an hour to walk to the beach with a stroller that is hard to push. And it's usually really hot. And <laughs> that's why I haven't been getting to the beach. But we're only here for like another week. And hopefully our next place will be closer to a beach. We're gonna buy a car soon. So it's gonna be fine. I just haven't really been able to keep up with that routine. And you know when you set like a goal or a routine for yourself, and then you're not really able to keep up with it because this is totally an external reason. Like if I had a car, of course, every morning I'd wake up and drive to the beach and like jump in the ocean. But because that'd be so easy, but it's just a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I have to like get myself ready, get my baby ready, walk three miles, which I mean, in other points of my life, I'd say it just wouldn't be as big of a challenge as it is right now. But, <laughs> did I finish telling you about my kid? Because he's lovely. He's just cuddling with my baby right now because she's sleeping on the bed. And he just climbed up there and started cuddling with her. He's really great. I think we're going to keep him. I don't think anyone, and no one else is taking care of him. He spends all this time with me. Anytime, like, he mostly stays outside, but we let him in actually quite a lot because, <laughs> sorry, John, if you're listening. Yeah, our Airbnb host. <laughs> but no, he doesn't like do anything. He always like lets us know when he has to pee. He's peed like once or twice in here, but only on our stuff, not on John's stuff. So it's fine. But we've, we, he's pretty good at letting us know when he has to go out. And we don't like... Anyways, he's really sweet. And he's really cute. And he's a baby. And no one else is taking care of him. And we're definitely going to keep him, which will bring our total to, we'll have three cats and two dogs, and we are, ultimate goal is to keep traveling and stuff, so it's just, uh, it's a lot, but it's worth it, I really love all my babies, <laughs> I really do, it's great to have, like, a partner, because we aren't really, like, 
our relationship is very interesting. So, um, it's good because I can, like, leave all my babies with him and, like, still go on adventures. Like, I really love solo traveling. That's honestly one of my favorite things in the world. Um, so it's cool that, like, even though I'm a mom and I have, like, babies and lots of pets, I have a partner who's, like, my friend who, they're also his babies and his pets, and I can just leave them with him and not worry. I know, like, my mom always told me that she always worried so much all the time about me, like, all the time, but I don't ever worry about my baby. I mean, I I guess I do sometimes, but, like, I don't worry about my baby when she's with her dad because, like, oh, she's with her dad. It's fine. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just, um, I guess I've never really actually put it to the test. I've never really been away from my baby for that long. (laughs) So, I'm sure I'll um, have some kind of feeling towards it after that happens. But it's nice to know that I can still have the freedom to do whatever I want all the time and still be able to travel and live the lifestyle that I want even though I am a mom and I have babies and people like are always trying to tell me oh now that you have a baby you can't keep traveling you have to settle down like no I don't (laughs) like that's just another excuse that you tell yourself because when I didn't have a baby there were different reasons why people thought that I shouldn't be traveling around the world all the time and not working and I divide and like having my own business and all this everyone's like it just like oh now that you have a baby this is a new reason we can give you to say that you can't live your dreams but it's not even like a dun- another obstacle it's just different it's just different like it's not like harder than being on my own it's just different you know there's still like struggles when you're solo traveling and you're like completely free and you're running around but like it's really it sounds really glamorous and lovely and it is but there's still challenges and it's still hard and there's still things that like are hard about it same with being a mom it's different (laughs) you know it's not worse or better it's just different like there's just different aspects and different challenges but I wouldn't say that it's harder than what I was doing before it's just like a completely different thing and that's fine (laughs) I'm like really I really love my baby and I I know I wish my life's just been improving gradually it was really really hard for a while and it's still honestly kind of hard um but it's just been getting better and better and better and I'm kind of proud of myself for starting this podcast when I'm still a bit broken and being vulnerable and like recording my journey because I really want to make a deep connection with my audience, my students, because I want to teach you guys yoga and teach you about your chakras and teach you about how to heal yourself. And that's such an intimate like set of knowledge. It's so intimate that I feel like you deserve to know who I am and where I'm getting this information from and who taught me and like what I've experienced, you know? Oh, my baby is snoring. Is she going to wake? Oh, I have to go give her a bottle. Oh, well, we're good. She's good. 
She's cuddling with our new kitten. <laughs> oh my goodness. I have three cats now. And I've never, ever gotten a cat on purpose. My first cat, her name used to be Bengali, but I changed it to Boobus because I think it's really funny. <laughs> so I just call her Boobus, and it's hilarious. Um, but I got Boobus because I was living in Mexico, and I was walking to the beach with two of my friends, and I was like, I was, um tripping actually and this girl that I knew drove by like she was driving her car down the road that we were walking down to get to the beach and she pulled over and she was like did you lose a kitten and <laughs> the guy that I was with actually um he like I lived with him in Mexico City like a few weeks before this like before this happened and we did lose a cat we did we had a cat and we lost him, and I don't. We never found him, and like it was a grown cat, but this kitten looked like that cat, and she does like look like that cat now that she's grown, which is crazy. But we were like, yeah, we did lose a cat. Why? <laughs> she just handed me Bengali, and Bengali was only like two days old. She was so small. This woman found her in the trash, literally in a trash can, and I had to feed her with, like, a bottle, and I had to get her all this medication, like, she had to, like, get all these shots, like, she was really sick, and really small, and everyone told me she was gonna die, because <laughs> I was actually working, um, I was volunteering at an animal shelter, but it was, like, for puppies, so they weren't helping me at all, and <laughs> it was weird, like, no one was helping me with this cat, and she just became my project, but, like, my baby, and I nursed her back to health, and she is just lovely, her name is Bengali, I took her from the beach, and we moved to Mexico City together, which we had a sneaker on a bus ride, we went from Gallero, Mexico, to Mexico City, and then I moved with her to Oaxaca, and lived in Oaxaca for a while then we moved back to New Jersey and we were staying with my parents because like COVID happened and then I actually left her with my parents for a while because I flew to Montana and lived in a van with this girl that I met on Instagram <laughs> and we ended up driving out to Oregon where I met my partner who I have a baby with now <laughs> And this was like in 2020. And I met him there and then I ran away with him. And we were traveling, we went to California, Nevada. Uh, we just like drove to Texas and we were living in Texas for a while. And then we went to New Orleans. And when we were in New Orleans, I flew to New Jersey. It was in July of 2020. And I surprised my dad for a day. Like I came home on his birthday and I grabbed Bengali and I flew back to New Orleans and then we drove to back to Texas and then we moved me and him and Bengali and his dog Danny who's like still my dog obviously um we all moved to Mexico together and we were living in Mexico City and then we moved back to Oaxaca and then we went back to the States because I got pregnant <laughs> and then we lived in New York and then Washington DC 
and then we were in Texas again, and then I went back to New Jersey, and now we're in Florida. So that's Bengali's story. And then with Zuko, who's my second cat, the second time that we went to Oaxaca, when I went with Bengali and my partner and everybody, we found Zuko. He was like living in a pipe in the first Airbnb that we stayed at when we, when we got back to Mazunte in Oaxaca. And we just kept him. He was a tiny little, tiny little weak old boy covered in fleas. We had to pick all the fleas off of him. <laughs> and he's just such a proper sir now. He's just the the fire lord. He's Lord Zuko. And I adore him. And then this cat was just at this Airbnb. So, you know, like, if you want a cat, just stay in an Airbnb. There'll probably be a cat waiting for you <laughs> somewhere outside. Um... I don't even, yeah, I mean, those are all my cats. So I have Bengali, who I call Boobus, and Zuko, who's named after the Fire Lord, and Rasputin. <laughs> um, I just really love animals and collecting animals, and I want to buy some land and have just, like, a sanctuary so that when I travel and I adopt animals everywhere I go, <laughs> I just have a place to put them. <laughs> Because that's really been a big barrier to my travels, I think, is just not having a spot to keep my guys. I have to work on that. But I'm working on it, and it's fine, and everything is going well. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about, but let me just take a hit real quick. Okay, I have a fun idea. What if we do like a short meditation together? So right now, take a deep breath. Inhale, exhale. Inhale all the way in. Exhale all the way out. I'm gonna inhale again. Exhale. If you have any cannabis, feel free to take a hit on these next inhales and exhales at your own pace. Take some more deep breaths. I'm going to incorporate some weed smoking into my pranayama for the moment. freeform meditation so keep inhaling long slow filling up your lungs filling up your chest your stomach just taking a deep breath as much as you can and then exhaling all the way out really emptying all that air out and keep exhaling a little bit after you think that you can't anymore 
Just keep going at your own pace. Slowly close your eyes. Start to tune out the world around you. And instead of doing a guided, like I said, we'll do a free form. So I'm gonna also join in on the meditation. We're just gonna close our eyes, clear our minds. Let let all your thoughts just fade away. It's okay if a thought comes because you can't always control it. You are not your thoughts. You're just the thinker of your thoughts. So when a thought comes, instead of acknowledging it, just allow it to float across your mind like a cloud floating across the sky. And we're going to be silent. You won't hear me talk until I start to lead you out of your meditation. But when I do start and you start to hear my voice and you feel like you wanna keep meditating, just press pause and take as long as you need here. But we're gonna, I'm gonna close my eyes with you and we are just going to meditate together.
slowly return to the present moment. If you were uh, <laughs> able to meditate through uh, the noises I presented you, inhale your arms up and reach up to the sky, stretching up, making little movements left to right. Maybe some circles, making any movement you want. Maybe start swaying or dancing here. Still taking long, slow breaths. It's okay if you stop breathing as much while you're meditating. <laughs> stop focusing on your breath, I mean. But come back to your breath now and just take some more long, deep breaths. Oh, thank you for meditating with me. That was so nice. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys heard this. My baby like woke up and started coughing, and she was snoring so loud. Like <laughs> during, she's not anymore. But I don't know if you guys heard her. She's like asleep in the same room as me. I've been staying in this little studio. And it's just not big enough for the three of us, honestly. <laughs> but it's fine. We're about to upgrade. Just upgrading over and over and over again. Until I'm actually living my dreams, you know? But, oh, let me tell you before I go that I actually am now accepting eight new students for one-on-one chakra healing. It is an eight-month program, so it's super intense, but we're going to completely harmonize your entire life, every aspect of your being, and harmonize you to the universe and to earth. Um, I'll just, I'll kind of tell you a bit more about it. So, um, it's eight months long and we'll have two sessions a month. So we'll have two calls unless you were like in the same area and then we can do it in person, which would be so cool, but probably we'll do it like on a video call. And let me uh, take a sip of my kombucha real quick. So the first couple of calls will probably be just us getting to know each other and talking about your goals, setting goals, discussing like specific traumas that you want to heal or that you know of, and also uncovering your hidden traumas. Um, just working together to kind of start building that healing plan. And then depending on what you're going through, where your life is, um, just specifically like what you're trying to heal will depend on how we'll go through your chakras because we're not necessarily just going to start with Muladhara, like your root chakra, but that's kind of where I start um, just baseline, but you might be different. So if there's like something really specific, like for example, if you're trying to heal some grief, say someone in your family just died and you know that's like one of the number one things you're trying to heal, we'll probably start in your heart chakra. Or if you know confidence is like the number one goal, the number one thing that you want to work on, we'll probably start in 
your solar plexus but honestly root chakra foundations if you don't have a strong root chakra you really can't heal anything else because your root chakra is where your basic needs are met so when your basic needs aren't met it doesn't really matter nothing really matters you can't do anything you can't um your basic needs being food shelter and clean pure water because if and also i put health in there personally physical health mental health just having everything at like a baseline you know what i mean just when your mental health starts to get bad, you just sometimes spend the whole day <laughs> laying in bed and watching Netflix. I literally did that today because I was feeling sad and I just like was upset and I ate ice cream and I laid in bed and I didn't do anything. <laughs> Except now I'm making this podcast because I let myself rest all day and now I feel better and now I'm making this podcast. So, you know, you just kind of have to feel into it. Like it's if you try to ignore how you're feeling and you push past it and you don't just let yourself feel sad for the day and just relax and take care of yourself, then you just gonna also feel sad tomorrow and the next day and the next day. I just felt the emotion. I accepted today I'm gonna feel sad. I'm not gonna get much work done. And I yeah, now I feel better. And honestly, I kind of tried to do some work. And for whatever reason, um, I was trying to make reels for Instagram. And my Instagram wasn't working. Like, I was trying to, like, post stories and do reels. And it wasn't working all day. Like, for no reason. It was just glitching. And it was just the universe telling me <laughs> to relax. And I don't need to do work today. It's okay. I can relax. And I did. And now I'm just feeling a lot better. But anyways... So um, the root chakra is where we'll be establishing your basic needs, but in like exceeding your basic needs. So making sure that like you're drinking really good water and that you have like really good food. You're not eating like a bunch of garbage. <laughs> you, you have like really good food that you like and you're able to like buy as much food as you want. And you really like where you live, like you're really comfortable around the people that you live with or you feel really safe and you really like vibe with the style of your home, like it's a sacred space to you. That's like what we're gonna get to. That's like how we're gonna start. <laughs> Making sure that your surroundings, where you live, you have that safety. You have a place of like home where you feel like you belong and you feel like you can be yourself. So whether you need to move, like that'd be like super drastic, but like you might need to move. Like maybe you need to like leave the people that you live with or you just like need to move to a place that you like more or you need to um just like maybe you just need to like <laughs> redecorate a little bit or you just need to set some boundaries or I mean it just can it'll look different for everybody obviously but also um in the root chakra is fear so facing your fear and your finances so if you have a hard time managing your finances and you don't have like financial intelligence that's something that we will work on like your money mindset so it really depends on what you need for the one-on-one -on -one. and everyone is gonna look different so that's kind of like the things that you would focus on going into your root chakra and we'll have we'll work on each chakra for a month and we'll have two calls <coughs> that month for each chakra 
So in the first call, we'll talk about it. I'll bring up like what trauma traumas, um, like categories of traumas that are in each chakra. So then you can tell me if you want to, obviously. Like I'll hold space for you and you can tell me what things like of that theme have happened to you or you've experienced or that you've heard of or that like affect you. And we'll just figure out what you need to heal from, like what mindsets you're holding on to or like what subconscious beliefs that you're holding on to that's causing blocks of energy in your root chakra. And we'll work through them together. So we'll do that for every chakra and I'll create a plan for you. And it'll have yoga practices and daily practices and just a lot of tools that you'll practice on your own and use it to heal yourself. And then we'll have another call that month to, to like talk about your healing progress and answer any questions. And I'm just going to be holding space for you to open up to me and share and um, just really work through your traumas and clear them out of your system and feel through these things like get in touch with those emotions that you need to feel through and sit with in order to clear out and heal these traumas in each stage like each um each of your chakras so we might move from the root chakra to the sacral chakra this is probably like that's like i was saying like <laughs> the basic order it would be the basic order unless for whatever reason based on your particular chakra system we want to do it a different way and in the sacral chakra we focus on creativity the energy of creation and your relationship to pleasure and it's the same process we'll have our first call I'll hold space and i'll teach you tools to heal this chakra based off of what you need and and then we'll have another call later on in the month just checking in um doing more sharing if we need to tweaking our plan if we need to giving you more tools if you need them just really checking in and then when we move into the solar plexus that's all about confidence and willpower and motivation but also gut health so i'll teach you a few ayurvedic principles and like just like a kitchen recipes <laughs> and um i'll teach you about like lemon water that whole thing about cleansing your gut because gut health is actually really important it affects your brain directly and there's just so much there that it really affects the rest of your body in ways that you might not realize and then we might move into the heart chakra which is all about love loving yourself and others relationships um grief also lives here and self-care and just nurturing taking care of earth taking care of yourself taking care of other people and then from there would be your throat chakra, which is all about communication, the language that you use. It's the center of manifestation, um, honesty and truth, speaking your truth, 
all comes from your third chakra so being able to get honest with yourself but also learning how to manifest because really like the way you speak your language the words you use is just creating the reality around you so there's just a lot of people speak and I mean I obviously am not perfect at this either and I catch myself still doing it but the way you say things if you say things in like a negative way like that's what you're going to attract and that's what you're going to create so you speak things into existence the words you use really create your reality it's a huge lesson that a lot of people never learn and they wonder why they um, are like always experiencing these things that they're complaining about over and over again but it's because they're like talking about them and manifesting them so we'll get into that for a whole month and really focus on your language and how you're manifesting things into your life and then we'll move into your third eye your ajna this is all about intuition we'll do a lot of deep meditations here and it's about knowledge and sight and seeing and then from there we're going to move into your crown chakra which is your connection to the entire universe and um yeah the last two chakras are more ethereal so it's harder to define them and really more personal so it's easier like when we're talking about it to really tailor it to you but that is the one-on-one program and i'm really excited about it so i'll put a link here if you want to check it out and sign up and work with me for eight months and i'm really excited about it (laughs) and i can't wait to start healing people and well like helping people heal themselves that's really what I'm doing because the whole point is that I'm teaching you these tools because healing is like an ongoing process especially your chakras because your energy is always flowing and moving and being affected by what's around you and the people around you and the situations that you're in so I'm giving you the tools so that you can always go back and throughout the rest of your life you'll be able to harmonize your chakras and like come into harmony and heal yourself from anything that you might face but wow this is a pretty long podcast episode so i'm gonna end it here and thank you for listening and i'll put a link to the one-on-one coaching down below and remember to be kind to yourself be kind to the universe and be kind to all life everywhere namaste